Hello and welcome back to the Transfer Update Show brought to you by the Chronicles of Aguna. As always, there is lots and lots to discuss, lots to delve into, and we'll be taking your comments and questions in the live chat. Hello and welcome back to the Transfer Update Show brought to you by the Chronicles of Aguna in association with Manscaped.com. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simiou. Hope you guys are all uh, well. Probably going to be a slightly shorter show today, I think, he says, um, just because I'm feeling a little bit under the weather. But, um, you know, I'm sure it will go on uh, for plenty of time because the interaction has been so great of late that we tend to run over the allotted time anyway. To give you an idea, these shows are supposed to be half an hour and I don't think there's been one that was less than 50 minutes for a good couple of weeks now. Um, so thank you guys for your continued uh, interaction, for joining us, for tuning in uh, every single day as you have been of late. Um, and today we're going to touch on a, a, a number of topics actually. Um, before we do that, just want to remind you guys that you can uh, go back on the channel or back on the audio platform, depending on where it is um, you listen or watch us from uh, and check out yesterday's podcast with Adrian Clark. Um, Adrian joined me last night. Um, it was a great show. Again, it always is when Adrian comes on. We discussed uh, Aubameyang. We discussed the win over Fulham. We discussed uh, a couple of transfer bits and pieces as well. And we took some of you guys's questions so uh, check that one out if you haven't already um right let's um let's begin uh, by discussing the reports that arsenal are looking uh, to <laughs> pull off and I, I don't know how true this is um but you know this has been doing the rounds and so i feel like it is worth discussing uh, apparently the arsenal chiefs are plotting an 85 million pounds double transfer swoop uh, to land Hussein Awar and Thomas Partey. That is after, of course, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang has committed his future to the club. Of course, he signed a three-year deal yesterday. Um, we knew it was coming, but yesterday we finally got the announcement. So that will be a huge boost for the football club. And is that, I guess, something that the owners will have looked at and gone, you know what? It does give us a lot more confidence. It does give us a massive boost. And now we're maybe a little bit more. I'm not going to say just the owners, but the people, I guess, in control of the purse, purse strings at the club. Does that give them sort of a little bit more confidence in maybe going out and splashing a bit more money, maybe taking a bit more of a risk in terms of our business uh, during this window? Because they know that Aubameyang is there. And, and, and Aubameyang has shown over the last few seasons that he can carry us so often. Um, yeah, all right. We haven't been sort of carried into the top four, but I, I don't think Diego Maradona or, or even Lionel Messi would have carried this Arsenal team into the top four. Um, you know, given sort of the, the deficiencies that we've seen over the last few seasons. But it, it's been widely reported that Arsenal are very much interested in bringing both of those players to the club. Now, we've been talking a lot in the last few weeks about which one would be better, which one would be more suited to the team, which one would take us up to that next level. And I've maintained that I think that Arsenal will probably get one or the other. I, I really do think, think that. I, I don't see 
where that money is going to come from. I know, you know, we've moved Martinez on now and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Martinez. Just want to wish him all the best. We'll, we'll come back to that. Um, you know, we've moved Martinez on. It looks like Torreira may be moving on and I'm sure there'll be other players that Arsenal are looking to get out of the door. But um, I still don't see where the money's going to come to do not one, but two of these deals. I feel like one would be great. Two would be amazing, but at this moment in time, I'm still a little bit sceptical about that. We know, and, and I'll just give you a quick update on sort of where we stand with Thomas Partey and Hussein Mawar, because I know you guys are always asking in the comments. Uh, to my understanding, nothing's really changed uh, with Thomas Partey. Atletico Madrid, they want 50 million euros, which is the player's release clause. They'd have no option but to accept that. Um, that that's what they want. And so if Arsenal want him, that's what they've got to stump up. Now, we know there have been uh, multiple reports over the last few months suggesting that Thomas Partey is actually open to a move to the Emirates Stadium. He'd like to join Arsenal. He's impressed by the project there and what Mikel Arteta is doing. But of course, until Arsenal uh, sum up uh, or stump up, sorry, that, that cash and, and make that offer, then there is going to be no movement. So when people say is the deal off, well, actually, the deal was never on because that offer has not been made. Yeah, we know the interest is there. We know he's someone that Arsenal see as a player who could potentially help us uh, reach new levels and new heights. But the deal it isn't moving anywhere at the moment. That's not to say that it won't move between now and the end of the transfer window. It's very much our understanding that Thomas Partey is at least one of Mikel Arteta's priorities in this transfer window. So perhaps, as I said, we'll see some movement later on. But 50 million euros this day and age for a player of that quality, for a player of that standing, a player of that reputation. And take into account as well that you're taking him potentially from a very powerful football club, a European powerhouse in Atletico Madrid. You're not taking him from somebody who's struggling for cash, who will take sort of a slightly below market value offer because they're desperate to raise funds. We're talking about a, a real force in Atletico Madrid and Diego Simeone has certainly made them that over the last few years. So, you know, they're not going to be in a position where they're forced to sell. This is not the classic case of big club versus little club. There's probably two clubs that are, and I'd argue that Arsenal are bigger in terms of their fan base and stuff, but in terms of achievements over the last decade, you've got to say Atletico Madrid are, are, are right up there with some of the very, very best. And so it's not going to be an easy deal to do. It, they're not a side who we are going to bully into selling one of their stars for less than what they feel he's worth. So, you know, that's kind of the thing on that. When it comes to Hussein Mawar, well, it's very clear as well what we need to do to get him from Leon. Leon wants 60 million euro. That's what they're asking for. That's what they want. We know it's been confirmed by Janinho, uh, Leon's uh, director of football, sporting director, whatever the title is, that an informal discussion took place. And in that informal discussion, Matteo Genduzzi was offered the other way. But they don't want that. That's not what Leon want. They want 60 million euros in cash. So again, Arsenal, if you want him, that's what you've got to pay. Now, in order to land Awar and Partey, you're looking at what? 90 million pounds, I would say. Um, I, I would say you're looking at 90 million pounds to, to land both of them. You've also got to take into account as Graham points out in the comments as well, that we spent 25 million on Gabriel already. So, you know, you're going to have to see Arsenal do a lot more business sort of in terms of outgoings, I believe, before you'll see that done. And that's why 
I'm still very much of the opinion that despite the reports today, despite the sort of uh, the widespread theory that Arsenal are going to bring both in uh, during this window, I think we'll be lucky if we got one. And if we got one, I'd be over the moon with that. Um, it's not me being negative, it's me being realistic. And I'm sure there were players or there are players in that Arsenal squad that we thought by now we would have more interest in, that we would have more... Um, you know, we would have concrete offers on the table. Those those concrete offers haven't come. And when you're talking about, for example, somebody like Lucas Torreira, who you probably thought we could get 25, 30 million for, the reality now is that we're talking about a loan deal with an obligation to buy. We're talking about a 24 million euro fee from Torino that will be paid in two installments of 12 million. So the interest that we thought we may have in some players, Matteo Genduzzi is another one, just hasn't been there. And that has, I guess, limited what we can do in terms of bringing players in. So we've got to stay patient. I do think there will be some movement with a few of those players I've mentioned between now and the end of the window. But it's whether we'll have enough time after that to complete these deals. Uh, that is the slight worry uh, from an Arsenal perspective. Still confident we'll get one of the two. Um, one of a while, one of Partey. I am, um, but I do think it will be, you know, towards the back end of the window. Let's not forget this transfer window is open until October 5th, which uh, by my rough calculations means there's about three weeks left for Arsenal to do that business. So, um, yeah, let's see. Um, let's see what happens on that. Uh, let's go over to some of your live comments just quickly before we move on. Uh, big hello to Russ Morgan, to Mafia Boss, uh, to Simon Kungu. Um, to Graham, to Claudius, um, to Devi, who says great content. Thank you very much, mate. Uh, Rohan says Spurs are getting bail and Regilon. What are we doing? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just briefly, I think, if we've got time, just touch on that because I've got some thoughts on that. Um, a few people sort of chucking a few questions in there. Guys, hold fire on the questions and I will get you to put those in a little bit later on. And, and the reason I do that is just because they get lost in the chat and then I end up missing some of them and I don't want to miss them. So just hold fire on the questions for me um, for a few minutes and then I'll get you guys to put those in the chat. Um, big thank you to uh, James who says, love the channel, so reliable. Um, hello to Matt Krajewski. Um to Orlu boy, to, to everyone, basically, to everyone that's in there. Um, right, let's uh, let's continue on and we'll come back to, to some of your questions and some of your comments just shortly. Um, the other bit I wanted to talk about was, of course, uh, Runar Alex Runarsson, who is uh, an Icelandic goalkeeper, currently plays his football in France with Dijon. And it's understood that Arsenal are very close to doing a deal that will see Renarsson come in essentially as Emiliano Martinez's replacement. Now, financially, this makes perfect sense. You sell Martinez for around about £17 million and you bring in Renarsson for £1.8, £2 million. You're left with about £15 million profit. And that £15 million goes into the transfer kitty and I'm sure Arsenal will be looking to use that to, um, you know, to... to to get the, the some of the transfer targets we've already been discussing to help get those deals over the line, to help bridge the gap between what we can afford and what those clubs want. That's why Arsenal are doing this. I don't think for a second anybody thinks that Runar Runarsson is a better goalkeeper than Emi Martinez. And, you know, 
let, let's talk a little bit about him because I'm sure, and, and I didn't before I did any research, know a great deal about him, um, if I'm being completely honest. But he's in France at the moment. He plays for Dijon, um, who finished 16th in the French League last season. He only made 18 league earn appearances. Um, and it, I think he conceded, and I'll just double check that because I did have a look at it earlier. I think he conceded 17 goals and only managed uh, to keep one clean sheet. Now, when you look at that record, you look at where he is, you look at the fact that he's 25 and and that is where he is. You're probably thinking to yourself, well, this doesn't really fill me with much confidence that this guy can come in and be a number two, um, support Bern Leno and add to the squad. I guess the basis of this interest comes from Inaki Kanya, who is Arsenal's goalkeeping coach at the moment and has worked with Renarsson in the past. Um, you know, he's obviously someone that Arsenal are looking at based on his recommendation. And sometimes where a player is, where a player has been, doesn't always tell the full story and doesn't necessarily reflect on the potential that he has. Now, 25, you're thinking he's 25 and he's not really done much and you're kind of like a little bit iffy about it. But goalkeepers' his timeline is, is a little bit different. I'd argue that a goalkeeper can go on a little bit longer at the top level. And so 25, you could say he's not reached his peak years yet. And there must be something. Look, you've just got to kind of, um, you just got to kind of trust in these guys at Arsenal and trust in what they're doing and trust in the process a little bit. And, you know, yeah, I'm sure, you know, if Renarsson comes into the side, plays in a, you know, a League Cup game, a Europa League game, drops a clanger, everybody's going to say, well, why did we let Martinez go to bring this guy in? Well, the reality is, is as I've said right at the top of this little segment, the finances are what this is all about. Um, it, it's all about finance here. Arsenal are looking to raise money to do business in other areas that they feel are more of a priority. And if Inaki Kanya feels like... Uh, you know, Renarsson is someone that could come in and be a number two if he's persuaded Mikel Arteta that that's the answer. And it will save us a shitload of money and earn us a shitload of money in the process by essentially swapping these two players over. Then I think, you know, let's let's give it a chance. Let's see how it goes. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I'm buzzing. That I'm over the moon about this guy coming in. But, you know, Let's uh, let's let's give Arsenal the benefit of the doubt here. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. And I think as a fan, you should always do that until it's proven otherwise. Because I feel like we're very reactionary. We do jump on decisions. We think we know better all the time. Arsenal have got a dedicated team who would have been looking at this guy in great detail. Arsenal have hired a goalkeeping coach that they went out on a limb to get, actually, to bring him from Brentford, um, which tells you that he is someone that is highly sought after, somebody that knows what he's doing. And so if you've gone out on a limb to bring him in, then trust what he's saying, trust his judgment, at least give him the opportunity. And uh, so let's uh, let's see how it goes. Um, and, but we do expect that deal to be done very shortly. Uh, he has to be registered with the Premier League by Saturday, uh, sorry, by Friday midday, if he is to take part in the game against West Ham United on Saturday night. So, um, fingers crossed we get that done because Matt Macy on the bench, I'm not really sure about that. And 
you know, there are some some sort of whispers that Matt Macy's considering his future as well and is thinking about a move away from Arsenal. Obviously, with Martinez having gone, he maybe thought that he was going to kind of step up the pecking order. But if Arsenal are going to bring someone else in and we believe that they are in uh, Runar Runarsson, then, um, you know, he's he's got to consider his future. Understandably, he wants to play football as well. Um, right, let's move on to talk about... Uh, Balogun, uh, the Arsenal teenage striker, um, 19 years old, following Balogun. He has been the subject of some interest from uh, fellow Premier League club Sheffield United. Chris Wilder confirmed today that they have made an inquiry uh, with regards to the young forward and that they want to take him to Bramall Lane. Now, Arsenal apparently rejected a £5 million bid from Brentford for this guy uh, back in uh, in January Arsenal are understood to want about £10 million for Balogun. And look, I've got to be honest with you, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to be a massive expert on following Balogun, but the sort of the noises that we hear from the club and, and from those who follow the under-23s and the under sort of uh, the, the younger groups a lot closely, a lot more closely than I do, they wax lyrical about this guy. They really do see him as someone who can um, push on and, and really achieve big things in football. And so I can understand Arsenal's reluctance to let him go on the cheap. But it depends on on how much Arsenal want some of these transfer targets that we've been talking about, the Partey's, the Awas. Because if you could raise £10 million from this guy, even £7.5 million from this guy, that could be significant. And yes, he scored goals at under-23 level, but is he capable of making that step up? I'm not saying he isn't. But I can't say with any degree of certainty that he is. And that is because of maybe my lack of knowledge um, around sort of what he's been doing. And I, I totally accept that. And I'd love to hear from you guys if you if you think that, that Balogun is someone who can step up, that he is someone who can become a first team striker in the future. Then, you know, let me know. Um, but for me, again, this is one where it's very much of, OK, what are we talking about in terms of transfer fee here? And if that transfer fee is is something that could help us uh, fulfil our ambitions in this transfer window, then you've got to consider it. Just like you've got to consider offers for most players in this Arsenal team at the moment, in this Arsenal squad. You know, we, we've been banging on about a clear out for years. And so we can't then as well get all sentimental when it comes to moving players on everybody loves to see a youth player do well everybody loves to see an academy player go on and achieve big things but there's never a, a guarantee that that's going to happen and we've seen it over the years with a number of players so again I'm not saying I definitely want him out I just feel like if the right money was to be on the table if the right offer was to come in then I would consider it um, and again, I, I totally accept that that is probably down to maybe me not having as good a knowledge of the player as I should. Um, but I'm happy to be proven wrong on that. Let me know you guys' thoughts in the comment section. And we'll come to those uh, in uh, in a, just a, a couple of minutes. Um, right. Let's give you guys the quick message uh, from our sponsor, um, which uh, I'm sure... Uh, everybody's been enjoying this one actually we've we've seen a lot of you take up the discount code so far as well we we are aware of of how many people use it and i can't believe how many people have used it in a few days it's clearly a brand that a lot of people um 
are interested in and find their products useful. Uh, their marketing is incredible. Love it. And we're delighted to be joined up with Manscaped.com. So if you head over to Manscaped.com, if you want your lawn to look as tidy and as in shape as the Emirates Stadium pitch, uh, whether that's on your chest or, or somewhere else, um, head over to Manscaped.com. Enter the discount code CHRONICLESAFC to receive 20% off and free shipping. So you can save yourself a fair bit of money there. And, and thank you to those who have uh, taken up the offer already, have used the promo code, uh, because it does support the podcast as well every time you do that. Uh, so thank you for your continued support. Right, um, let's have a quick look how many of you are joining us at the moment. I can see there's over 800 of you right now across the multiple platforms. I'm just having a look on YouTube in particular because it is more important on YouTube than anywhere else that you smash that like button. So if you haven't already, please do so. Look, we've got 720 people watching on YouTube and there's only 80 likes. Come on, guys, let's drive that up. Um, I want to get that to at least 200 between now and the end of the stream. Surely... That doesn't even require half of you to hit that button um, and we would hit that milestone. We're also closing in on eight and a half thousand subscribers on YouTube. So if you haven't and you're new to the channel, hit the subscribe button as well. That is really important too. Um, right. Let's come over to some of your live comments to see what you guys um, are having to say in the chat about all of the subjects uh, that we're discussing. I'm just going to scroll back a little bit. Um, Let's see. Let's see what we got here. Um, da -da 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 -da. Um, just going to pick up whatever co uh, comes to view. Now's the time to get your questions in, by the way. If you've got questions, please put them in uh, with the queue uh, at the beginning, because um, that helps me to uh, pick them out from the general comments. Uh, Zachary says, smash the likes, people. Big ups from Texas. Yes, please do uh, smash the like button. And also, let us know where you're listening from as well. We always love to love to know that. Love to see where you guys are um, are joining us from. Um, let's see what else. Uh, Tyler Sanchez says Balogun is better than Hudson Adoy. Big shout. Um, I actually think Hudson Adoy is a little bit overrated. I feel like he was spoken about as someone who was just going to burst onto the scene for Chelsea, and it's never really happened. Uh, Speville says uh, Martinelli is the future. Um, I, I always say this with Martinelli. I just want to advise a little bit of caution with the young Brazilian. Yes, his Arsenal career started brilliantly. Yes, there are signs of promise. Yes, he's someone who we think can go on to, to, to achieve great things for Arsenal Football Club. But you've got to remember he's 18 years old. Shouldn't be heaping too much pressure on him. Add to the fact he suffered this horrible injury. And I do feel like... I want to be a little bit protective of Gabriel Martinelli. It's going to take him time to get back to the level he was based on that injury. We know with knee injuries, I've had one myself. It's not easy to recover from. You'll always have that doubt in your mind. You have that weakness in the sort of joint in the area and the ligament. And it does take time to get back up to peak shape. Uh, the Bearded Gooner, big hello to you. Um, Check out the Bearded Gooner guys as well. Uh, you can find him on Twitter and on YouTube too. Uh, he says, Balogun has a future. Just think that future is away from the Arsenal. Eight million pounds should get the trick done. We have a glut of strikers at this club right now. Yeah, I, I think great points. And, I and I'd probably do it as well um, for eight million pounds. Uh, Orlu is of a different opinion. He says, no, Balogun is really good in my opinion. Don't sell, please. Um... KG Leoma says, right money and anyone can go. Agreed. Um, I do agree with that. 
Um, Tiho says, hi, Harry. I believe in Nketiah playing an important role as a backup striker. We can't be greedy with Balogun and Eddie, so I would make a sale. So there's, it's very much divided on on whether he is um, he is someone that Arsenal should be looking to sell or should be looking to hold on to. Uh, Omar says, do you think Awar would have the same effect on Arsenal's midfield the way Bruno Fernandes did with Manchester United? Look, if we're able to get the deal done, I'd like to think so. I think Bruno Fernandez's impact at United has been incredible. I know he gets a penalty every game, um, which has helped his uh, his outputs in terms of his goal scoring stats and all of that. But he has made a massive difference. He's added a, a real class, uh, some vision, some quality um, and a leadership to Manchester United's midfield. And you'd like to think that Hussein Mawar would add some of that to Arsenal as well. Leadership, I wouldn't really look at a while for leadership. He's still fairly young. I think he's 22. Um, so I wouldn't be looking at him for that. He's a lot less experienced than Bruno Fernandes, for example, when he made the move to United. So I wouldn't really focus or home in on that. But in terms of quality, I think everybody agrees that the player's got bags of it, bags of talent. And I'd love to see him at the Arsenal. Um, Abby Oden makes a really, really good point. One of the functions of the academy is to move on players. Absolutely, it is. It's to raise money. Um, it's um, you know, it's for it's for Arsenal to produce players and not only feed the first team, but you know, because that might not always be possible. Uh, particularly at a club like Arsenal, you may not always be able to be competitive at the very. Actually, not may not always. You can't always be competitive at the very top of the Premier League nowadays solely relying on academy products so yeah if the academy helps in raising funds to do other deals then it's also serving its purpose isn't it um Zachary asks where the health where do a healthy Saka and Martinelli fit into the squad assume we get a while on Partey we will then have a plethora of riches I think Saka and Martinelli are, are the kind of backup winger options at the moment in this assuming we stick with this current system because I can't talk about something I don't know so we're going to stick with that um, for now assuming we stick with this current system they're the backup to Aubameyang and to Willian or Pepe on that other side you know Saka's shown he can play in a number 10 role as well and if we change system or if mid-game we feel like we need to do that in order to to break someone down, then he gives you that. But again, you know, these guys are just 18 years old. They've got to be patient. They've both got the talent. We've seen that already, but they need to be patient. And I'm glad they're not going to be, you know, fully relied upon because I don't like the idea of relying on on 18-year-olds, particularly when the, the stakes are so high. Um, let's see what else we've got here. Uh, Nico. Best purchase I've ever made. I assume he's talking about the Manscaped uh, thing. It's incredible. Uh, Topher says, Harry loves this sponsor. I am very grateful um, that they've spotted the podcast and identified us as someone that they want to partner their brand up with. Um, it is a great brand. It is a brand that um, they're marketing. I, 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 kn I knew about it before because I always see the adverts come up and I, I find it f incredible. Um, and I'm just delighted that someone has looked at this podcast, enjoyed it, um, looked at our sort of audience and thought, yeah, you know what? We'd love to partner up with these guys. So I'm chuffed and, and equally I'll do my best to help them as, as they're helping us. Um, let's see what else we've got here. GP says, show the love, hit the like button. You know what? I'm going to check in on the likes again now um, because there are over... 
900 of you watching us on YouTube at the minute. So uh, let's have a quick look. Uh, 186. Come on, guys. Let's get it up to 250 between now and the end of the stream. Um, what else have we got here? Um, Gid A says, Harry, how much do you think our budget is for this summer, excluding sales? I think it was probably about if i had to guess and this is a guess this is not me being in the know if i had to guess without selling anyone probably would have said about 50 million um and that is a guess it's just me sort of piecing together the information that i've had um over the last few months and, and nothing more than that so don't take that as gospel but in answer to your question if i had to give you a figure i'd say around about 50 million pounds um da -da 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 -da. Uh, big hello to uh, the guys over at same old arsenal um i'd imagine it's probably craig on the twitter account at the moment so big hello to you craig how you doing mate check out the same old arsenal podcast as well um there's been a couple of shows this week really really good show as always with uh, craig lee judges uh dan uh, mark graham's on there as well and there's another show coming up on friday so if you haven't already uh, check out the same old arsenal subscribe show the channel some love um and you won't be disappointed because it is quality content uh he says you got your back your hat back on Ugh, can't can't even speak you got your hat on back to front mate having a bad hair day mate i need a haircut and a shave badly but work's been so busy i ain't had a chance to go and get one so i thought i'd just throw the hat on and i think it looks cooler this way there you go um let's see uh, what else we've got here um just scrolling through your comments um zander says that if we can raise good cash from balligan and add some insurance with a sell-on clause or buyback clause yeah i mean if arsenal feel like he he is someone who they believe can achieve really really good things but ultimately feel like at this moment in time the best thing to do would be to try and raise further funds then yeah add a buyback clause add a sell-on clause now that's not always as simple as just saying do it because you would need the team that are purchasing him to agree to that and to be on board with that and we know that that isn't always the case but yeah i mean in an ideal world that would be a potential solution wouldn't it um let's see what else we've got here um just uh, scrolling through your comments lots of you uh, prompting each other to smash the like button i love seeing that thank you guys um rydog says i just hit like as soon as i start watching thank you very much mate um roland uh, says honestly i don't think we need a while let's get Partey as a cover for our defense then go for ben rama he is very good on the ball with both feet and can score as well Interesting, because a lot of Arsenal fans are dead set on Hussemawa. A lot of Arsenal fans believe he should actually be the club's number one target uh, this summer. Look, I, I think Arsenal are interested in Awa. I think that is genuine. I've said that time and time again. We know, in fact, that Arsenal have made approach, be it an informal one. Uh, we know that has happened. So I think Arsenal are interested I'm not completely sold on side Ben Rama and, and call it controversial, but I covered um, some of the games in the playoffs. And, I, you know, in the final in particular, I didn't think he stepped up to the plate. And I wonder if he could cope with the pressure at a big club. 
Plus, with Brentford having sold Ollie Watkins, with David Raya potentially on the move, I think that Brentford will be looking for serious money uh, if they're going to let side Ben Rama go. And I don't feel like Arsenal would um, would be willing to pay that kind of figure for someone uh, who hasn't been proven. I'm not going to say at Premier League level because that's unfair, um, but at, at the top level or at the top flight level, I guess, um, it is probably what I would say. Um, let's see what else we've got. Uh, MCPC Comedian says, do you think Pepe will make more impact this season? Yeah, I do. Um, I am looking to forward to seeing what Nicolas Pepe will deliver in his second season. Um, I think there were signs towards the back end of the last season in the, the FA Cup that we were starting to see a, a better Nicolas Pepe. Um, and Nicolas Pepe, who in this current system has a little bit more freedom to take up positions closer to the centre forward. Particularly when Alex Lacazette plays, I feel like uh, those two have a good understanding. I feel like Pepe gets in up alongside um, Lacazette, which is helpful. Um, it's helpful to Lacazette because it gives him support, but it's also helpful to Pepe because we know he's got a wonderful left foot. We know that when he gets on the edge of the box, he's not scared to take a shot to try and find that far corner. And so, you know, I feel like we are more set up to suit Nicolas Pepe now than we were previously. Um, add to that that, you know, Willian is, is, is going to get his fair share of games. He was brilliant in his in his debut. So you may not see Nicolas Pepe start every week. Um, I think you'll, you'll, you'll see both of them, sort of him and Willian, sort of rotating, um, being picked for different games for different tactical approaches. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm confident. I'm hopeful that we'll see more of, of Nicolas Pepe because I do feel like Whilst he showed some promise in his first season, I do feel he was a little bit underwhelming at certain times. And I, I went on here and said that and took a bit of abuse for that, actually. I said it on 90 Min one day, Jesus. Um, and I got a lot of criticism for that. But it was just the way I was feeling at the time. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Avic says, looking like defence goalkeeper and attacking options fixed for the next three years. We need players in midfield now to challenge for the league. Yeah, I, I think midfield is is the area that kind of screams out, um, you know, that we need we need to recruit. I also still think that the defence is not really a hundred percent solved as well because, you know, yes, Gabriel impressed. Saliba's still young. We we don't really know what we're going to get from him this season. We're talking about moving Mustafi on. We're talking about moving Socrates on. Rob Holding is, a, you know, he's been good at times. But he's been a little bit hit and miss. So I would maybe argue that we still probably need, uh, you know, of course, there's Pablo Marie as well. I don't know. You know, I'm not saying that we need more numbers in terms of centre-backs because that's certainly not the case. But we may need better quality and upgrades on some of those that we currently have, even still, um, even if we do the business that we're expecting to do. Uh, during this window. So let's see. Um, let's see how that goes. Um, da -da 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 -da. Let's uh, pick out another couple of questions here. There's over a thousand of you watching us at the moment. Unbelievable. Thank you so much. And, and as I said earlier on, guys, uh, let us know uh, in the comments section um, where you are tuned in from. We're always interested to see that. And I'll give you some shout outs at the end of the stream as well. Uh, big hello to Matt Gray, one of our patrons. He says, 
If we do get Awa and Partey, what do you think our long-term formation will be? 4-3-3? Um, I think whatever formation you see Mikel Arteta pick, and this was a point that Adrian Clark made yesterday on the show, so I don't want to nick it and pass it off as my own. I'll give him his, his credit for it. I feel like whatever formation Mikel Arteta goes with on paper, it's always going to be fluid in the sense that we're going to see it changing um, mid-game. We're going to see different patterns. We're going to see different shapes being taken up. We're going to see um, sort of adjustments, alterations to that. So I wouldn't get too bogged down on the formation thing. But I think in an ideal world, yeah, he'd like to play with four defenders as opposed to it being a kind of five when we're in a defensive position. But at this moment in time, it's working. Um, so why would he change it? Leave it as it is, I think, for the time being anyway. Um, Live and Breed Football says, should we be going after an attacking midfielder as Urzil is the real number 10 at the club as Willock and Saka aren't ideal for that position? I said it the other day, one of the reasons I feel he brought Willian in was because he's a little bit of a hybrid between a number 10 and a winger in the sense of he will drift in field probably more than some of the others and he is comfortable in doing that. I think if Mikel Arteta, it comes back to what we were just talking about, if Mikel Arteta wants to continue playing in the system we're currently playing in, I don't really think there is space for a naturalised number 10, a specialist number 10. I think that space will get taken up by Willian, by... Um, you know, Nicolas Pepe by whoever went on occasion. But I don't think you'll have necessarily space for a naturalised or a natural number 10. So I wouldn't really go out and sign one now, um, if I'm honest. But that is assuming that Mikel Arteta is going to continue playing the way he is. And of course, I don't know with any degree of certainty that he will. Um, I'm not inside his head. I don't speak to him. I wish I did, but I don't know what is going through his mind, what is longer term plan is what his longer term goal is but I don't think that's a priority at the moment for Arsenal but that is just um, my opinion uh, Willow says with Elneny playing the way he is now would you sell him or keep him as a squad player for me he'd be kept as a squad player particularly when you're talking about moving out a number of players and I don't think you can let Mo Elneny go until you know or have a clearer picture of what is going on with your midfield this season who your options are going to be what characteristics they have, what they bring to the table. And there's no reason why he can't do a, a solid job in the Europa League, in the Carabao Cup, in the FA Cup. I'd, I'd hold on to him. I'd give him a chance. I, I really would. Um, right, let's uh, let's uh, go and give you guys some shout-outs uh, based on where you are listening to us from or watching this stream from. But first of all, um, I'm going to remind you guys of how you can become a patron of the podcast if you wish to support the show and as much as this is not compulsory um i promise you it isn't we're still going to take your questions we're still going to interact with you um we appreciate every single one of you that joins us on this podcast it does help the show massively it allows me uh, to make upgrades it allows me to to attract a higher caliber of guests it just helps the show so, so much. So if you can and you want to and you wish to support the show, you can become a patron for £3 per month. You'll receive access to exclusive content, the first bit of which will be coming out on Sunday. Um, you'll also receive priority on the fans show. Uh, you'll also receive priority when submitting questions for our experts, such as Adrian Clark, who joined us yesterday. 
and you will receive a gift after three months of membership. I know I've said this over the last few days, but if you are a patron and you haven't caught up with the last couple of shows, your gifts are in uh, transit to me as we speak. So there has been a little bit of a delay, a little bit of a setback because of all this COVID stuff and the lockdown measures. Uh, but as soon as I receive that stuff, which I expect to receive it, uh, between now and Saturday, then I'll be uh, reaching out to you guys in order to get some postal addresses and to send out uh, those things to you guys. So thank you for your continued support. And I apologize uh, that that stuff hasn't reached you yet, but it is out of my hands. Um, and I really wish that wasn't the case. I hate it when it's out of my hands because I hate not being able to influence something that I see as important. Um, so there you go. Uh, thank you. But that is how you can become a patron if you wish to do so. Uh, let's say hello to Adian uh, in uh, South Africa. Um, Yao from uh, Penang, Malaysia. Uh, what else have we got here? Uh, Manu from uh, Amsterdam. Uh, Leoma from Johannesburg in South Africa. Uh, what else have we got here? Uh, Jorge Ortiz from Lyon in France. Um, what else have we got? Lots here. North London. Um RSA, Nepal, um, Abergavenny, uh, Seattle, wow, uh, India, fantastic, thank you guys uh, for tuning in, it is very much appreciated, I can't tell you how much is appreciated, uh, Dundalk in Ireland, Green Bay, Wisconsin, Lagos in Nigeria, uh, Meroki in Zimbabwe, um, Indonesia, Santa Cruz, Bolivia. Wow. Um, where was that one? Here it is. Uh, New York, Indiana, uh, Brighton, uh, New York City, Connecticut, Florida, California. Wow. Um, and uh, Mo Haddam. Where is that one? See, the the. the the comments are loading so quickly. I'm clicking on the wrong ones. Uh, Mohadam says that Republic of South Africa visit very soon. Much welcome. South Africa is one of the places I really, really want to go. And I promise if I do come, I'd love to meet up with some Arsenal fans for an Arsenal game. Maybe um, Uganda, Trinidad and Tobago, Toronto, Singapore, Germany, Kenya, uh, Karaganda, Kazakhstan, uh, Antigua and Barbuda, Somalia, uh, Dhaka, Bangladesh. Wow. Um, North Macedonia, Finland. Whoops. I see what I mean. They're loading up. I'm clicking on the wrong ones. Philadelphia, Philippines, Croydon. Way. Um, Sweden, Glasgow. Wow. Thank you guys so much. It is really, really appreciated. Um, there are over 900 of you watching us at the moment. So if you haven't already, please hit the like button on YouTube. It is so, so important. It takes the video uh, up the um, up the rankings and that really, really helps. And obviously, uh, the more high, the higher we go up, uh, the better uh, we do on YouTube. And, and that is is key to the channel's growth. Uh, Moldova, we've got as well. Wow. These are just continuing to come in. Peckham. Uh, <laughs> love that. Um, Tonga. Saw one Antarctica somewhere. Uh, we got one Naples. Uh, where did I see Antarctica? Anyway, Antarctica. I definitely saw that. Um, Slough, Bermuda. Guys, thank you so much um, for your continued support. It is very much appreciated. Now, I said I was going to quickly talk about this Gareth Bale stuff. 
and I completely forgot it slipped my mind but I just seen um, a comment that's that's brought that to mind so let's quickly just briefly discuss that Tottenham apparently are close to doing a deal to bring Gareth Bale back and, and that would take that would take Spurs up a level wouldn't it I know this question marks about Gareth Bale lately because he has been a little bit well, you know, he's had issues with Real Madrid. He's been, they've been sort of moaning about, um, you know, uh, about his attitude that he's interested in golf rather than football. But there's no doubt about it. The guy's a talented player. But I can't believe that Daniel Levy is going to shell out that kind of money. The Daniel Levy that everyone moans about, complains about. I don't know. I'm still sceptical about that happening. But... You know, it will definitely uh, improve Spurs, as would the signing of Regi on that left back. So some decent business from them. But I'm not worried about them because I'm that convinced Arsenal are on the right path and, and, and going in the right direction. I'm just pleased with the way things are at the Emirates. And right now, I couldn't give a shit about what's going on anywhere else. Um, Chris TV says, make me a mod. I love your channel. And you told me you would two weeks ago. Mate, I don't know how to do that. What, what does a moderator do? What would you sort of? be doing i don't i'm not sure even what that is i'm not the biggest youtube expert so drop me a dm let me know what it is and if it's something i can help you with and something that you can do and you want to do um then great let me know um send me a direct message right um that brings me to the end of uh, today's stream uh, a massive uh, thank you to every single one of you who's tuned in there were loads of you today more than i expected um, thank you to everyone who's joined us from right across the world. It is very much appreciated. Check out yesterday's podcast with Adrian Clark. You'll definitely enjoy that one. Uh, no doubt about that. And uh, if you want to become a patron, just a quick reminder of how you can do so. Um, it is simple. All you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash the Chronicles of Aguna. Sign up for £3 a month, support the podcast, get access to exclusive content, priority on the fan show, priority when submitting questions for our experts and a gift after three months of membership. Also, check out our sponsors at manscaped.com. Keep your lawn looking as trim as the Emirates Stadium pitch. And if you enter the discount code Chronicles AFC, which you'll see rolling across your screen, now you'll get 20% off and free shipping on any of your orders. So you can save yourself a fair bit of money there. We'll be back very, very soon with more. Until next time, take care of yourselves. And during these strange times, stay safe. Cheers. Cheers.